Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of It Starts With Attraction. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing ItStartsWithAttraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to ItStartsWithAttraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. This week on It Starts with Attraction. My morning routine. My morning routine. Kimberly just asked me to share a little bit about my daily morning routine and maybe some insights into why I do certain things. There's a process to falling in love, and it starts with attraction. Join Kimberly Beam Holmes and her special guests as they discuss how to become the most attractive you can be, physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually, or as we refer to it, working on your pies. We'll teach you how to have better relationships and become more attractive to others, and maybe more importantly, to yourself. It starts with attraction, and it starts now. I have said it before, and I will say it again. My morning routine is the key to me having a great day. Today, we are going to be talking about morning routines. What, why, when, where, all of the adjectives we are going to be asking. They're not adjectives. What are they? You know what I mean. All of the things, newspaper questions. (laughs) We're going to be talking about why you should do them, how, give some examples. It's going to be good. Let's dive in. So what is the importance of a morning routine? Why should you even have one? Why not just wake up and do whatever you want to do? Let the day take hold of you. We'll see that is the problem. If you don't plan your day, then your day will take hold of you. Your day will tell you what it wants you to do. And I don't literally mean the day. I mean the people in your life, your email, your social media, all of those things, they will reach out to you, they will find you, and they will tell you what they want you to focus on during that day. And what you'll find is you feel more frustrated and more frantic because you aren't getting the things done that you wanted to get done. Even if it's not a bunch of stuff you have on a to-do list, maybe you're not prioritizing reading like you wanted to or learning something that you wanted to learn. All of these things, if you don't take intentional time to plan them, then you won't get around to doing it, especially in today's day and age. There's no end of distractions. And what I have found, not just from my own anecdotal experiences, but also from the research is that when your day starts more frantic and hectic, then it's harder to get it back on track throughout the rest of the day. That is the importance of a morning routine. So here's the key. You have to ask yourself, what are the things that will fulfill me in the morning instead of frustrate me in the morning? How can I start my day with the things that fulfill me instead of starting my day with the things that frustrate me? And that is going to be different for every single person. I know for me, because I've been doing this intentionally for at least five years, maybe more like eight years, having a specific set morning routine, I know for me, I need quiet time. I need to wake up before anyone else in my house. I need to have that time alone, reading, reading my Bible, being able to journal some, just 
not having anyone talk to me. Honest to goodness, I will not answer my phone before 8 a.m. I won't do it unless only caveat is if my mom calls three times in a row. Then I'm like, something's going on. I probably need to answer it. But that's it. I won't do it because it is my time. And I do not feel selfish about that because it is what I have to have to show up better for everything else that I need to do during the day, including being a wife, a mom, and a CEO. This is my time. I was just at a conference this past week and listening to a talk of someone saying, self-care is the best thing you can do to lead other people. So he was specifically talking about CEOs with companies, the higher that their stress is, the worse that is for the rest of the company because the company will feel it. But it's true for you in whatever role you play in your home or at your job. It's important for you to have that self-care because it allows you to show up better for everyone else in your life. So for me, I know what those are. I need that time of silence and I need the time to work out. Now, before kids, (laughs) I actually worked out later on in the afternoon and that worked well for me. So I had a little bit of a different morning routine. I believe it can change based on seasons, but because of my season now with my work schedule, with my kids and wanting to be able to have really just all the time in the afternoon to spend with and evening to spend with my husband and my kids. And that's important to me. That's my evening routine then I knew that my morning routine needed to encompass the other parts of my life that were important that I didn't want to fall by the wayside. And so I've had to shift my sleeping schedule, which I'll talk about in a minute, but I've done that because it's important for me to have this time in thought, in prayer, and in exercise so that I can start my day off right. That is absolutely key for me. So what specifically does my morning routine look like? My morning routine starts the night before. It starts when I actually, it starts when I decide to to stop eating. So for me, I know that I need at least two, ideally three hours after I take my last bite of food before I go to bed, because it's difficult for me to to get a good night's sleep on a really full stomach. So And I also know that I eat my heavier meals later in the day. I just feel better doing that. I eat a lighter lunch and a heavier dinner. If I eat a heavier lunch, then I can't think well the rest of the day. So lighter lunch, heavier dinner, a part of that has to do with the carbohydrates. Carbs tend to make me a little more sleepy. They do that for several people. And so I tend to put those more towards the end of the day. Um, and I need those carbs because I'm working out and keto doesn't work well for me. All the things, right? This is not prescriptive. This is descriptive. I'm not prescribing to you what you should do. I'm describing to you what I do to give you an idea of what you may want to try and work through and test to see what works well for you, because that's the key to this. You have to do what works well for you. So light lunch, heavier dinner, stop eating dinner around 6, 6.30, latest being 7. And then I'm start winding down. So start getting the kids ready for bed, getting myself ready for bed, uh, really just start talking more to the people in my life, asking, you know, how was your day? Asking that to my kids, getting their, their lunches ready for the next day, spending time with my husband, putting the kids to bed. I won't go through my evening routine necessarily, but I go to bed between 9 and 
That is so key because I need to wake up around 5.30. And I know that I need at least eight hours in bed in order to get at least seven hours of sleep. You're saying that math doesn't add up. I know from an aura ring, which is something that helps track sleep, that it doesn't actually track sleep. It tracks heart rate. It tracks how much you move during the night, all of those different things. But I know from that that I move a lot during the night. I toss and turn quite a bit. And so theoretically, to get eight good hours of sleep, I need to be in bed about eight and a half hours, sometimes even nine hours in order to get that eight hours of sleep. So I'll wake up 5.30 in the morning. This is my my schedule now. And the first thing I will actually do is I get ready. So put on my workout clothes, um, get ready. And then at six o'clock, I have a workout class that I go to. And um, I'm loving that right now. I used to work out in the gym that we have in our garage, which we still have, but I was just craving community. So I switched my routine up a little bit. So I work out from six to seven and then at seven, I drive back home. Thankfully, the the place I go to is only two minute drive. So it's not far. Actually, when it starts getting brighter out early, I'm just going to walk to the gym early in the morning and walk back. And then once I get back, I actually stay outside and I walk. So I spend that time maybe listening to a podcast or some music on Pandora and spending some time in prayer, thinking about things. And then I'll come in, um, at this point, it's probably 7.30, and I'll spend some time reading. So going through a book that I'm going through, today I journaled during that time as well. And then after that, we'll get the kids ready. Thankfully, Rob typically takes them to school, but that's my current morning routine. And I do it every morning. I have you know, supplements that I take things for to help with uh, anxiety and stress and all of that. And I do all of that in the morning. Now, my old routine, it used to be opposite, I used to wake up, do my Bible reading, do my journaling, and then I would work out in my gym afterwards. But like I said, it's a season and your routine might have to reflect the season that you're in. But here's the main question you have to ask yourself. What are the key things I want to do when I wake up that will help me to have a better day, that will fulfill me, not frustrate me? I don't check my phone. I don't check my email. When I when I do those things before 9 a.m., my day is thrown because I'm thinking about other things. My I get frustrated. I already start getting stressed first thing in the morning. I don't have that nice relaxing time that I really want to have. That is what a morning routine is for, to ground you, to give you a ritual, to give you something where you don't have to think about it. You just do it because you've already decided to do it. That's why it is a routine. So when you get yourself into the habit, into the routine of working out in the morning, reading in the morning, journaling in the morning, then you don't have to make the decision each morning. What am I going to do? You've already made the decision. It's been made. It's one less thing you have to worry about throughout the day. You know what you're going to do in the morning. You know about how long you're going to do it for. You know the things you want to accomplish with it. You know what time you need to wake up. You know all of these things. You don't have to think about it when you wake up. You just do it. Now, it may start if you're saying, I don't have a morning routine. I've just been waking up, checking my phone, doing whatever. Start with one thing. What is one thing that you could do for 10 minutes? when you wake up, that would fulfill you instead of frustrate you. 
Maybe it's not checking your phone for those 10 minutes and just going outside, sitting on a back porch or a front porch or in your front yard, wherever it is, and getting some sunlight. That's another great thing is getting sunlight on your body first thing in the morning helps to set your circadian rhythm for the rest of the day. It helps you to be able to actually fall asleep better that night, being able to see light outside, not just inside. The lux, the lux rate that we see outside is way higher than any inside light bulb could give us. So just getting outside and being outside for 10 minutes first thing in the morning is so helpful for even getting sleep at night. But ask yourself, what is one thing? Where can you begin where you have 10 minutes on something that will fulfill you instead of frustrate you. So I've shared mine, but I've asked some of my friends and colleagues if they would share what their morning routines are to help get you a bit of an idea of some things you may want to think about and some things that you may want to try. Now, again, don't try and fit everything into the morning. We only have a couple of hours to work with here. There may be other things that you want to spend time on and you want to dedicate time towards doing or learning or doing for yourself. We can find other times during the day or even the week or even the month. You don't have to feel like you need to fit everything in to just the morning. The morning is really for those things you need on a daily basis to fulfill you and not frustrate you. Start there. Let's listen to what some other people have done. Hi, my name is Priscilla, and I am a coach on the coaching team at Marriage Helper. I was just going to share a little bit about my morning routine with you. So I am a little um, less rigid than some people may be about morning schedules. I love schedules. I love routines. I want to be rigid. Um, But I have found that that's just not me. And if I try to force myself to be rigid, then I just end up stressing myself out, experience so many losses of expectation, and it just discourages me and I give up. So the thing that I have found that works for me is just to kind of have a loose schedule of around this time, this is what needs to happen. Of course, I know that with work, um, it can't be as loose. Um, So I am more disciplined in that area, but as far as it depends on me in just my personal life and family, then I do just kind of go by a loose schedule. So I wake up around, well, I wake up between 5.30 and 6.15. I have to get up um, by 6.15, but sometimes I wake up a little bit earlier and actually I use my um, Fitbit to kind of wake me up and there is an option to have you um, have it wake you up within a certain time range, um, but also when it's the most optimal time for you to wake up according to your sleep patterns and rhythms. So I thought that was kind of cool. So sometimes it wakes me up at 536. Sometimes it wakes me up at 544. Um, sometimes it wakes me up at 605. I just never know. And um, I think that that's kind of cool. Um, then the next thing I do is I go and get coffee and I sit and have quiet time, um, Bible reading time, prayer time, um, just that really quiet part of my day. Um, just drinking my coffee and, and kind of spending time with Jesus is what I like to say. And so I have that time from about 6.15 until around 6.45. 
Then um, I have six children and they go to various schools. And so I begin to get them up, um, the ones that have to be gotten up. Um, thankfully, I do have some older ones and they take responsibility for themselves. Um, but then the younger ones, I help get dressed. And um, my husband, he also helps with that. And then we get them out the door by between um, 7.05 and 7.30. Then after that is when I get to get ready all by myself. So I take time to get ready. Um, and actually, I turn on uh praise and worship music and I just kind of have a dance party um, getting ready and that's just kind of how I begin my day and I would say that it's important for me even though I don't have a rigid schedule it's important for me to have this routine um, because I like to start my day full Um, I like to start my day um, in a positive way Um, and actually since I'm a believer I like to start my day just praising God for who he is and just kind of letting him fill me before I go and start giving myself out to others. Um, So that's just kind of a little bit about my routine and I look forward to hearing how others um, do their morning routines as well. Hi guys, my name is Ren. I'm from Johannesburg, South Africa. Uh, And I want to share with you a little bit about my morning routine Uh, I'll share what I do, what it looks like, and then maybe share with you why it looks the way it does. So every morning, Monday through Friday, um, quarter to 5 a.m. to quarter to 6, I wake up and I spend time with God. It's my uh, reading and praying time. Quarter to 6, I wake my kids, make breakfast, drop them at school. Uh, Quarter past 7 to 8.30, I gym. Uh, quarter to nine to quarter past nine I read and pray read the Bible and pray with my wife Adele and then uh, my work day starts at quarter past nine and this is probably 90% of the time uh, I stick to this super super important for me for a couple of reasons number one for 20 plus years I was a drug addict which um, really meant no routine whatsoever and and for a lot of that time I was a musician so really just lived Uh, following any whim or desire that I had didn't have any wake up time was taking drugs and uh, and drinking and just doing whatever I wanted and so just to be responsible um, with the time and the resources and the people in my life and to get myself into a, a space where I'm able to be wise with what God's given me I kinda have to be almost militant about my morning routine it's super important for me to get my day started in a, in a responsible way. Uh, it really sets up my day. Really, really important. Why do I wake up uh, and spend time with Jesus? Well, working on my pies is really important. It's, uh, it's made an incredible impact on my life. So, so the spiritual part of my journey happens for the first hour of the morning. I gym, which is obviously the physical part of the pies. Uh, I read and pray with my wife. Just super important to connect because our lives are so hectic I have a bunch of things I do with my life I do marketing and sales for a tech organization I do voiceovers I'm a breakout leader for marriage helper I'm training to be a marriage helper coach I'm a musician and then of course I'm a husband and a father as well Uh, and so 
if I'm not intentional around my time with God, around my time with my wife, and around my time taking care of my body, those things just don't happen. We have to make time, carve time out of our days for those things. Otherwise, life just, you know, takes us by the scruff of the neck and, and off we go. So yeah, I just wanted to share with you why that's important for me. It's it's not a, I'm not ticking a box so that I can feel better about myself. It's really important for my emotional and spiritual and physical uh, well-being uh, and for me to set up my day well so that I am wise with the time that I've been given. Hi everyone, my name is Roald and I'm one of the coaches here at Marriage Helper and today Kimberly just asked me to share a little bit about my daily morning routine and maybe some insight into why I do certain things. Um, so for me, I've always been an early riser. Um, my dad kind of modeled that to me. I always remember him waking up having a coffee and then you know he would spend time reading his bible and so i adopted that you know when i gave my life to the lord that is something i started implementing from young i would wake up early spend time in scripture and then i would go to school and so it's really just been become part of my life uh, over the last 28 years and i think so much so that my body clock just cannot sleep later than that on the rare occasion that i sleep past six o'clock or or seven, I'll generally wake up in a in a fright, like, oh, what's happened? What's happened to my day? And I always end up feeling very guilty, like I've missed a huge chunk of my day. So it's, I think it's just really over so many years that it's really just become part of my life. Um, and I, I, quite honestly, I love waking up that time. It's nice and quiet. When I have my quiet time, there's no distractions. So I love that time of the morning. Um, so what it would look like for me is I'd wake up at about 4 a.m., make a quick coffee. Then from about quarter past four to quarter past five, that's my time with Jesus. Sometimes that will go a little bit longer. And so I leave time for that. So that would be from about quarter past five to about 6 a.m. In that time, I might read something else or watch something or listen to a podcast or a sermon. Uh, for me, my spiritual growth has just really been part of my life from when I was a teenager, and I, I continue to do that. Uh, I really feel disjointed or like my, something is missing if I don't have that somewhere in my day. 6 a.m., uh, I would go and wake Tammy, which is my wife, and get wake up the kids and get them ready for school. 7 to 8 a.m., which is a big chunk of our, you know, it's like an hour that we would spend in traffic driving the kids to school and then going to gym. From about 8 to 9, uh, Tammy and I are normally in the gym, uh, sometimes longer. You know, that's a bit flexible depending on what we're doing. Uh, for me, physical exercise has been, again, part of my life from when I was young. Uh, I've played multiple sports. So for me, physical discipline and looking after my body has been something that I have always loved doing. I love physical activity. Uh, so it's been a big part of my life. I would do that. I'll try and get to the gym or train in some way or form at least uh, six times a week. Then, generally from about 9 to 10, Tammy and I will have a breakfast together at home. We'll make some breakfast. We'll just relax for a little bit. I might take a 20, 30-minute power nap just to kind of refresh and get ready for the next phase of the morning. Um, so from about half past 10 to half past 11, I might study something. I'm always learning, always wanting to grow intellectually, and I've done this since I was, a, you know, when I left high school. I love learning new things or I would be preparing a sermon or something like that to that extent. 
And then really from lunch onward, it's me coaching. Maybe if there's time to study something else, I will. Um, otherwise, And maybe I'll sneak in another 15 to 20 minute nap, depending on how I feel. Um, and then just on another, uh, you know, we try and put aside maybe a Thursday or a Friday, depending on how our week has gone. Uh, Tammy and I might put aside an entire day where we'll either go for a hike or we'll make it. Uh, make it very intentional that we connect uh, emotionally and just be able to go out and be in nature and recharge and you know just connect without having the distractions of the kids and running around and this has to happen and that has to happen Um, so we would like we and this is flexible it doesn't always happen like this but for a large part of that we try and set that time aside once a week that we are just very intentional to build into each other and build into our marriage um so the one other thing I just might mention is that my day might sometimes start later in the sense of like my time with Jesus and gym and all of that shifts up a little bit purely because as a coach, a lot of my clients are from the US. And so my 4am is like 9 or 10pm and I've got a lot of clients in that time zone. So if I do have clients between 4 and 6am, my day basically just shifts up. Um, but I try and stick to that routine as much as possible. I've, like I say, it's been so part of my life. I love that routine, but I am flexible sometimes, you know, moving and shifting things around. But by and large, I try and stick to that. It helps me just organize my day. It helps me to be very intentional. And that way, I also just feel like I'm being more productive overall. So I hope that was helpful and hope you gained some insight from that. Just a little bit of who I am and what I do in the mornings. Have a great day. So the key takeaways for you from this episode is what do you need in the morning? What is going to fulfill you? What do you know would frustrate you? List those things you don't want to do. Your non-morning routine, your do not do in the morning routine. That can be a great place to start as well. And then be intentional about beginning to fill your time in the morning with the things that will fulfill you and not frustrate you. Take a picture of you doing your morning routine. Share it with me on Instagram. I would love to see it. I love when people find a great morning routine and they see the difference it can make in their lives. And I would love to hear about what yours is as well. Until next week, stay strong.